0: What is up everybody? Welcome into this Monday episode of Flippin' Bass, which means we got new and improved power rankings coming at you. We also got a new segment, Mondays with Mom. I'll explain. My mom's always texting me crazy things, and I'm just going to start saying them because they're all hysterical. So we got that coming up. We got overreaction Monday and top five landing destinations for Shohei Otani. This one's going to be a blast. Let's get to it. fly ball onto the track at the wall it's gone home run turns on a ball deep right field and gone what a game what a moment what is up everybody happy monday i hope everybody had a great weekend i had a great weekend i'm joined as always by alex curry and alex did you have a good weekend our first weekend back
1: from i York? know it was so awesome i had a I love like a good nothing weekend, and when I say nothing, I'm like I'm not traveling you anywhere. You had a nothing weekend. I did. I got to relax. Went to really yummy dinners. Um, I went to like a '70s inspired Italian disco in downtown LA in the Art District. Went to an amazing dinner at Babel. Like it was glorious. I finally unpacked from the All Star game. Oh, I still haven't. Done I that. didn't do anything like that. What did you do? Play golf?
0: I uh, I did golf. Uh huh. What day did I golf? Sunday. Yeah. What's Saturday. Today's Monday. I golfed Saturday. Yep. Um, also, though, the big news. This is cool. What? Searching for Shohei came out over yes. the weekend in Japan, which came out in October mm-hmm. in the United States, but was not yet available to watch or had never played yet in Japan. But after a very long process, it finally did. And Congratulations. It's thank you. It was very, very, very important to me for that to happen because obviously none of this at all happens without the fans in Japan and everything. None of this happens without them. So it was super important for me to, for it to air there. And it finally did. And the reception to it was awesome. It aired at 4 a.m. Pacific time in Japan. So I woke up with just so many awesome and heartwarming messages. And it just brought all the all the emotions back yeah. of actually going to Japan and being there for everything. it was So it was cool. It was really cool to see that reaction.
1: That is great. Because I, I remember I, we watched it when it premiered here on the Fox mm. Studio lot. And it is. I mean, their excitement and joy for this show and Shohei and you is, is something you kind of have to see and witness to fully understand. So that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, also, Alex, yep. our Tale of the Tape on Friday? Is that when we do Tale of the Tape? Friday. Friday. Yep. Yeah. Our tail of the tape, Astros Angels. Yep. Turned out to be quite the series. And as most of you know, that are normal listeners, we record this Monday show on Sunday nights during the Sunday night game. And currently, well, not current it is the Sunday night game is Astros Angels. And currently it is seven to three Angels looking Which to means win. we
1: would both lose this tail <laughs> of the tape. both
0: lose our tail of the tape that we were all very, very one sided on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but look, this needs to happen. The game's not yep. over. Astros can. Astros have already come back once this game. They can certainly do it again, but it's now 7-3 to three late in the game, not looking great. Look, this series means so much more to the Angels than it does yes, to anybody does. else. This first series means more to the Angels than it's meant to anybody else because of what's on the line for this team. They, they need to go on an insane stretch of winning for them to have any chance of making the playoffs and ultimately keeping Shohei. It's all very bleak at this point, but, you know.
1: It's, it's also very interesting because news broke on Friday that the Angels were willing to listen to offers for a possible trade for Shohei Otani. So that has been the, the topic of conversation, not only in the baseball world, but the sports world since then. Where is Shohei Otani going to go? Is he going to get traded? We're going to get to that a little later in the show with what you would think his top five destinations would be. But back to our Tale of the Tape conversation, when we were talking about Astros Angels, you brought up, I'd say we've we've brought this up a lot. We talked a lot about dynasties,
0: right? We've had a lot of dynasties.
1: And that conversation rolled over to when I was on the herd with Jason McIntyre, and we took polls. All of us took polls to ask, America, the audience, what do you consider a dynasty?
0: And outside of America.
1: And outside of America. (laughs) We did. Um, What do you consider a dynasty?
0: Well, our our conversation, for me, it's less about like a statistical number of this is what you need. And it's more so like the Astros specifically. I I think the Astros are the best example of where's the line. I think we can agree. Where is Mm -hmm. the line? The Astros are either... They're one side of the other right on it. You don't think they're close to a dynasty? No.
1: What do you mean no? <laughs> no. Now that's ridiculous. Their first World Series is tainted. Whether you agree with it or not, Neither there was baseball. the cheating scandal. The game of
0: baseball doesn't agree. It counts.
1: Okay. Um, and you got to have three plus.
0: So they have two.
1: Yeah. So, so one more, close. then we can have the conversation. Right, we've, we've had what did this your intent? poll say? So I took a poll of do you think it's two or three I'm very interested in this plus. because
0: Alex's poll full of Los Angeles and California fans. I'm really interested to see how they voted. Your following has to be like 90% California between the Angels and living here. I would imagine. It, eh, maybe. Let's hear it.
1: 90% believe that it is three plus. <laughs> 10% believe that it's two. But every single comment that I got on Twitter and Instagram all said three.
0: So three I actually think I, – I messaged you this. I think your wording of how you – saying three or two, you didn't even mention baseball. I think, one, sports – the sport matters.
1: Mm, I think it's across all sports. And two, I think –
0: Just saying three or two, I'm saying the Astros are a dynasty because six straight years in the ALCS never happened before in history. Four World Series appearances, two titles. And by your understanding of all of this, the the big red machine, the Cincinnati Reds, aren't a dynasty because they won two. They're they're a dynasty. You talk about baseball's dynasties. The the big red machine is absolutely one of them. So I I also did a poll. I think I used your video on The Herd yeah. and, and and did a poll. And I think my following, if you look at the analytics of all of it, is a lot more spread out amongst baseball fans. There's a
1: lot of Astros There are
0: Astros fans, but uh-huh. it's not like it's not that that strong. It's okay. not. I ended it ended up at sixty-eight percent. Say the Astros are a dynasty.
1: Yeah, because you have a good chunk of Astro fans following you.
0: Yeah, you have all Dodgers. We're, it's fans just you it.
1: just can't throw around the world the word dynasty that easy. That's why I'm not it's throwing It's agency. hard to be a dynasty. The there' Astros are have so done many. something
0: that have never been done before. Nope. Six straight ALCS. One more, ALC and Alcs.
1: we'll have the conversation. We're, We're just gonna have right to now. agree to disagree here.
0: Six straight, but no. that is doing something. No, you, no six team, straight, but
1: you got to have the hardware for it. They and don't. one of the hardware, one of their wins, whether you like it or not, is tainted.
0: Uh, you know how you want to mm-hmm. talk about. Yep. Yeah, we could, yep. we could have a much longer uh-huh.
1: conversation. That's a big reaction. Let's get into overreaction Monday here. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm going to give Ben some statements. You tell me if it's an overreaction or not. Okay. So let's get started with our first overreaction the mets and the padres will go down as the two most disappointing teams in mlb history mm.
0: you know second half starts there's all the this hope new half new mets nope nope <laughs> that is just brutal not the case tough start end up beating the they win against the dodgers salvaging a complete nightmare of a series on sunday but lose the first two I'm. I'm not sure why anyone would have expected these, the Mets specifically, to come out and just be a different ball club than they were in in the first half. I mean, it's just it's so frustrating to watch both of these teams. Um, I mean, you know, the
1: Mets are 18 and a half games behind the Braves in I, the NL East, eight and a half out of a wild card spot.
0: I don't. I don't think. I was watching the game Saturday and. It's the most frustrated I've been watching a baseball game all year long, and not just be uh, like I. If you were to ask me, would I rather the Ma- I would I would rather see my brother's team win? Yeah. obviously. But this is honestly, it's a, it's aside from any of that. Just as a fan watching the game, I've I haven't been this frustr that frustrated watching a game all year long. I mean. It's a 1-1 ball game back and forth. It was a mm-hmm. close ball game. Uh, the Dodgers ended up with runners on first and third, and there was a, the double play ball you needed, and they boot that. They botch the double play. Run ends up scoring. So it's a one-run ball game heading to the bottom of the eighth. And then the, the, the Mets get first and third, nobody out, and they go pop out, strike out, strike out. With first and third, nobody out, and they've been doing this all year long. And it's so frustrating watching that because there's no change of approach. Like everybody's going up with the same approach no matter what the moment is in the game. There's nobody that you can count on in the Mets lineup to come out, to come up to the plate that you feel good about. There's two players, Brandon Nemo and Francisco Alvarez. I feel comfortable if there's a big spot in the game with those two guys coming up. Lindor, maybe to a degree, but nobody else am I like, oh, this is going to be good for them. It's a frustrating lineup. There's no change in approach. You don't have a runner on third with less than two outs in the infield back and somebody looking to hit a ground ball to the middle of the infield. You don't have the infield drawn in and somebody looking to get an elevated pitch and drive it to the outfield. The things you're taught when you're a young baseball player. Change your approach. Lock it down with two strikes. Change your approach. Put the ball in play. Do the little, like, there's none of that to see a first pitch pop up to the first baseman with first and third nobody out followed by a strikeout followed by a strikeout that's unacceptable baseball so we can sit here and talk about both of these teams and how good the Padres lineup is and how good the Mets should be the truth of the matter is they're underperforming because there's no like backbone to the team there's no like it almost feels like ego driven like we should be good we just got to keep doing what we're doing and push through it well, no, it's been a nightmare, and you're terrible. Yeah. Look in the mirror and, and change something. Change your approach at the plate. The Mets have been a have been a, an, an embarrassment. I would absolutely say if the Mets don't if the Mets don't figure out a way to make the playoffs, it's the most disappointing season in history. And same for the Padres. I mean, for the love of God, change your approach. Look how good their lineup is. And they have the worst batting average with runners in scoring position of any team in baseball. Worse than the Oakland A's. Whoa! The worst in baseball with that team, with that lineup. How is that possible? Change your approach. Do something different because the the normal status quo is not working.
1: Question for you because you're saying change your approach. Who does this land on? Does this land on the players? Does it land on the hitting coach? Does it land on the manager? Who is the person that needs to stay? Like, make that change. Is it individual? Is it a group thing? Is it the coach? Is it the player?
0: I would say it's. I would say it's the players. Okay. But if to a certain point. If they're not going to do it, then you need to have that somebody come along and say, look, guys, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to go about it. This is what we're going to do. We're going to get back to the basics. If you're up at the plate, I don't care if your name is Fernando Tatis or Manny Machado. If there's a runner on second base with nobody out, you're hitting the ball to the right side of the infield with everything you can do. Every every – Ability that you have, just try and hit the ball to the opposite field, get them over to third. If you have a runner on third with less than two outs and the infield's back, you are putting the ball in play on the ground and getting the run in. I don't care if you get on base. I don't care if your batting average goes down. Get the run in. But there's like so many egos involved here, and I don't say that in a bad way. Like you, you have a team with Machado, Tatis, and Bogarts, Juan Soto, and they're all about like. These are all guys that are all-stars. These are all guys that should, at the end of the year, look up and have numbers, mm-hmm. great numbers. So you don't want to have – you know, if you're Manny Machado and you come up to the plate with a runner on third and one out, I I, I don't think his mindset right now is I need to hit a ground ball to the second baseman or the shortstop and get this run in. I just don't.
1: So you think it's ego?
0: I I think it's, I I think there's an approach problem and I don't think they want to change their approach because it's worked their entire career. And I think think the approach needs to change. Dead last with runners in scoring position. How is that even possible with that lineup? I'll tell you how it's possible because everybody's going up there trying to hold their weight in a lineup that they don't need to. Manny Machado doesn't need to be Hall of Fame type player. To, for this lineup to be good. Juan Soto doesn't need to be one of the best young hitters in the game of baseball. Fernando Tatis doesn't need to be an MVP-type player. They all just need to be good, and they're all trying to like one-up each other and be the best in that lineup when it's not working. It's not working. Alex, the, the, the starting pitching for the Padres yeah. has been the best in almost every category in the National League since the beginning of May. They've been fantastic for the majority of the for the majority of the year now. Mm-hmm. If I were to tell you at the beginning of the year, we're sitting here on opening day and I said Alex fast forward to July to the middle of July and the Padres have one of the best pitching rotations in baseball and currently the last 2 months they've had the best pitching in all of baseball. I wouldn't see a world in which they aren't 50 games over five. It's like have they lost all year? Yeah, that's insane. And they're nowhere close to the pl- to a playoff spot right now.
1: No, they're 10 games behind the first place Dodgers and eight games out of a wild card spot.
0: They're hitting two twenty four with runners in scoring position. 224. The league leaders hitting 299. basically 300. They're. They, it's it's, bad. Un- it's so bad. It's unacceptable. Absolutely not an overreaction. The Mets and Padres are. Trending towards being the two most disappointing seasons in history, and they're doing them
1: side by side. Whew. On to our next overreaction. The Reds will be more aggressive than the Brewers at the deadline.
0: <laughs> um. So both of these teams are neck and neck at the, at the top of the NL Central. Yep. Reds will be more aggressive. I, I have to say yes there. Uh, one, I'll go based on – Track record and track record with the Reds. There isn't one. (laughs) I mean, but the track record with the Brewers, the Brewers were sitting in this exact same position last year towards the top of the division at the top of the division at the trade deadline. And the conversation became, they just need hitting. What can they do to bolster their offensive lineup at the trade deadline? And you know what they did? They traded away the best closer in baseball and that's it. Sick. So their track record, to me, doesn't speak like this team's going to be aggressive and go get what they need to get. The Reds, on the other hand, are already there's already talks of them being interested in a starting pitcher. They've reached out to the White Sox about Giolito, Lance Lynn, and, less likely, Dylan Cease. They've reached out about all of them. They just called up their stud out of AAA. A guy, when we talked about Ellie De La Cruz getting Mm -hmm. called up months ago, I called for both of them to get called up. Ellie De La Cruz and Christian Encarnacion Strand, who has been down there since. He has not yet got called up, and he finally did. Sunday night, got the call up. This guy in AAA is hitting 331 with 20 homers, 62 RBIs, and an OPS north of 1,000. Wow. So to me, the team goes on a bit of a losing streak, mm-hmm. and that's when they call this guy up. I the Reds are the Reds are all in on this season. And I'm not saying all in like they're willing to trade like their biggest guys for the biggest, the biggest possible get, but they're all in on winning this division. I believe more in what the Reds will do at the deadline than the Brewers.
1: I'm with you. They're exciting. Great. All right. So that is not an overreaction.
0: That is not an
1: overreaction. On to our next overreaction. The Dodgers will win the NL West.
0: Alex, you have been asking me this question all year long. All year long. At the beginning of the year, I said no. I said the Padres (laughs) were my pick, and I'm going to stick with it. About a quarter of the way into the year, I said no. The Padres were my pick, and I'm going to stick with it. They have to turn it around at some point. You asked me recently. With the D backs at the top of the yep. division, who are a fun, very exciting team. You just continue to ask me. Yep. And today is the day
1: yeah. that I will say the Dodgers <laughs> win the West. There it is. I do believe I do
0: believe they will win the West. I, I don't there's not a world. There is a world. There's not a likely scenario where the Padres can come back and win the division. No. And I just I I think the I think the Diamondbacks are going to fulfill my preseason most hot take possible that they make the playoffs, but I don't think it's going to be out of the division. We've seen them fall down a little bit. Mm -hmm. They're two and eight in their last ten. They're sitting at fifty two and forty two and two games back of the Dodgers now. The D backs are actually in third place. The Giants are a game and a half back. They've been sneaky. They have been sneaky. The, the Dodgers are now 53-39, and 39, playing good baseball. Um, I, the, I, I think they win the division. I think they need help. If they, want, if they want to win in the playoffs, I think they need to make moves at the trade deadline. But, yes, I think the Dodgers will win the NL West. All right. Is that an overreaction or not an overreaction? That's not an overreaction. It's not an overreaction.
1: We got one more overreaction for you. Okay. Shohei Otani will be traded by August first, hottest topic in sports right now.
0: This is coming on the heels.
1: Uh-huh. You thought I was
0: going to say an answer. Coming on the heels of over the weekend, the Angels finally admitting that they are at least listening to trade offers on Shohei, which is a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, come on. What are you doing? Yeah, absolutely should. Um. I am going to say this is an overreaction. If oh. I was in charge, if I was in charge, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I got to get something, and somebody's going to be willing up willing to give up a lot. I just i, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think we heard Ken Rosenthal say a couple weeks ago that Artie Moreno doesn't want to be known as the owner that gets rid of Shohei Ohtani. Well, you're, but you're now, not you're getting
1: just, rid of him. You're getting something. You're trading him. Tell that to your boy, You're Artie. You're either going to lose him and get nothing, or you trade him and get something. It's bad business if you don't get something for the best You probably of
0: got him on speed dial. Call him up. Call Artie and tell him, hey. No one tells Artie what to do. Exactly. And that's why Shohei is staying in Anaheim for three more months, and then they're going to get <laughs> nothing for him. Because everybody out there is saying, hey, Artie, you just lost Mike Trout. We need to get something for Shohei. And no, 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 you don't do that. So I I I think I think Shohei's ultimately going to play out this season with the Angels. What do you I mean, you you what do you think?
1: <laughs> what do I think should happen? And what do I think is going to happen? I think they should trade and get something for him. I've been very vocal about that. What will actually happen? I, I don't know if they're going to do it. They, they would need to receive an offer that you can't refuse. Yeah. Something that you can't eat, like, we have to take this. We can't not take this. And I think Angel fans are finally starting to come around to the idea that this might happen. They were very angry when we first started talking about this a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Now they're starting to see the writing on the wall of, OK, we lost Mike Trout. We just went on a really bad losing streak. It's not looking great to make it to the playoffs right now. We're only halfway through the season, but you have two weeks to figure out if you're going to get something in return for Shohei Otani.
0: I was kind of under, I was under the belief that I don't think a team is going to give up a ton. Obviously it's still going to take a lot to acquire him whenever for a week. It would take a lot. I was under the impression that I just, I think you waited too long. I don't think you're going to get a ton if you do trade Shohei, I don't think you're going to get a ton for it. But I was talking to Smoltz on Saturday. On Saturday with Smoltz. Mm-hmm. Get it? Yep, Saturday I with Smoltz it. on Saturday. And we were talking about this situation and where he wants Shohei to go, where he thinks Shohei would go. And he ended up talking about his want was the Yankees, by the way. Because he was like, just imagine. Interesting. Shohei and Aaron judge on the same team and how cool that would be. And then I, I basically asked him like, but like, how aggressive do you be if you're the Yankees and it's only a rental and his answer, it it did, it kind of shocked me. Let's, let's play that. I'm going to be on the aggressive side. I'm going to say it's worth to get him, even if you don't re-sign him with a chance to win the world series, whoever gets, if they, if you were to be traded to some of the top tier teams, let's just say New York, it puts them in this clear favor, in my opinion, to get to the World Series in the American League. That's how big of a difference this guy makes. And let's say they don't re-sign him. I think it's worth it. The Yankees are have a lot of pressure on them to get to the World Series and win one. we got a drought going. The Dodgers took care of theirs. And I'm just telling you, I know people are saying there's no way he's going to get traded, this, this, or that. I would force the hand of the owner and make the deal so sweet he can't pass it up. That's what you mentioned, Alex. You have to force the, for Artie to even yep. think about it. You have to force his hand, and Smoltz says, "If if you're the Yankees, go for it. Force their hand."
1: <sighs> yeah, I. They need it. That they do. would that would be the difference maker. And the Yankees were like one of his top choices when he was deciding yeah. where he was going to go originally because Billy Epler was, the I think, the assistant GM with the Yankees before he got the Angels' GM spot, and then that's how he ended up coming to, yeah. the, uh, to the Angels while he was recruiting him.
0: They do, they do need that to be – they need it to get over the hump of not being able to beat the Astros, who are in the midst of a dynasty. You're right. They absolutely need Shohei Ohtani.
1: Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. Well, let's, like, let's stay on this Ohtani conversation, okay? Yeah. Um, where do you think – we're going to do top five destinations for Shohei Ohtani – Okay, yep. where you think he is going to end up.
0: Ultimately. Ultimately,
1: up. once he's a free agent. The at the a e-
0: shoot. Like what? Well, it's,
1: it's not his choice. Right. This is going to be where does he want to go. He's going to get to decide where he's going to go.
0: I've put a lot of thought into this. I've answered this a lot. I have so many people. People ask me Shohei questions like, like, we you talk know daily.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got the inside scoop. Miles, What's he I, say? I do know Where's he going? I
0: don't, but we don't, we don't frequently FaceTime like my brother and I daily. Often do. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, I have put a lot of thought into this for a long time, actually. Probably since the beginning of last year when you start hearing there could be trades and then where's he going to sign because that's coming up soon. There's been a lot of thought put into this. So, my top five destinations for where I think Shohei will ultimately land and my number five team just slid into this position because of some recent conversation. My number five team is the New York Yankees, uh, and because of the Smoltz conversation? No, 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 not because of that conversation. Because some reports came out that I, I think were kind of smoke and mirrors, but some reports came out that the Yankees are the most likely trade target for Shohei, and okay. that they're going to be they're going to push fairly hard for that. Now, the reason I now slide them into number five, I I believe far more in my top four. The reason I have them at number five is because I believe if he does get traded there or anywhere, that team will have a bit more likelihood of being able to sign him just because it's something he'll be familiar with. Mm. And I also think – They can court him. I think he wants – yes, absolutely, they can court him. And I think he wants to be on the West Coast, ultimately why he signed where he did. But I think if if he gets traded to an East Coast team, it yeah. gives him the ability for a couple of months to see if it's something he's willing to do for yeah, years. Yeah, you get
1: to test the waters. Right.
0: Or something that he doesn't want to do. And if it is the Yankees that ultimately get him, that's a pretty good place for him to be with Aaron Judge, uh, Garrett Cole, like he's not he's not with the Angels. It's like right now he is the star pitcher and especially with Trout out, he is the star hitter. Mm-hmm. You go to the Yankees, you have support. Yep. All around you. You have Garrett Cole, another ace of a staff. You have Aaron judge in a lineup. You have the, the ultimate protection in your lineup. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously he has that with, with Mike Trout as well. I'm not discrediting anything there, but you know, like you have so much more help around you. Um, I think this is a long shot. Yep. It's the least of, it's the least of my picks, but the Yankees are my number five destination. Number four. Number 4, I went with the Seattle Mariners.
1: Interesting.
0: Mariners for me, here's why. I'll give okay. you a here's why of every every
1: Thank team you. I mentioned.
0: Uh, Mariners. I think the original reason he didn't sign there is from what I heard, didn't want to step on the legacy that Ichiro has in Seattle. Which Respectful. If you know the culture at all, yeah. that shouldn't shock you. Now, Ichiro's legacy is what it is Shohei has his own legacy now we all know Shohei Otani. we all know his legacy and his, he's not going to step on Ichiro's legacy by going there because they're now completely their their own players and their own legacies it also there's a there's a big Japanese following in the Seattle area because of Ichiro because of past players that have come through there um my friend and translator when I went to Seattle, Masa lives there. Like there's a big there is a, a Japanese presence there. Also, when he went to the All-Star game, the fan base, he talked about how good they were. We heard firsthand how good they were. They were chanting come to Seattle. They gave him a standing ovation there.
1: Um He spends off seasons there.
0: He has spent an entire he's spent an off season mm-hmm. there. I mean, it's yeah. We're not talking a long shot here. And no. every one of these teams. Every one of these teams has shown a willingness to be able to spend, which is obviously important here because we're talking over half a billion dollars. So yep, Mariners are at number four on my list.
1: All right. Who you got at number three?
0: At number three, I have the Giants. The Giants were looking last year to do any and everything that they possibly could they to sign the they could. They have money burning a
1: hole in their pocket There's right now. There's
0: literally a hole burning yeah. in their pocket. They're going to have to fork over a bit more than they were looking uh-huh. to last year, but. I mean, seriously, look, they're a team that is winning quite under the radar, by the way, this year. That's just like missing that superstar. They pitch well. They they have clutch hitting. They're kind of doing it all to a degree this year without a superstar. Imagine a guy like Shohei coming and joining that team. But just think of what they were trying to do in the offseason. Yeah. Aaron Judge. I mean, it was either the Yankees. Or the Giants. And I know last second the Padres swooped in and like got their name Here's in the my conversation. Offer. Yeah. But the Giants were serious contenders the whole time. And I think anybody that could have possibly pulled Aaron Judge away from the Yankees, it was going to be the Giants. Mm-hmm. And then they lose out on him and they go, they literally agreed to terms with Carlos Correa. And then more contracts or physical stuff came out there. So that didn't happen. And then by the time all that was said and done, there everyone were no, else was you know, gone. There, everybody's yeah. gone and signed. Well, now fast forward one year, the next off season, and you have the biggest free agent in the history of sports. I think they're going to make a pretty hard play, at him.
1: That's fair. Number two.
0: Number two is the New York Mets. And this one is simple for me. <laughs> uh, I, again, do not think, I, I don't think in his heart of hearts, if he could pick which he will be able to pick. Yep. Shohei wants to end up on the East Coast. I don't. With that said, Steve Cohen has the amount of FU money to make a difference. And I don't think Shohei's number one interest is money, but I think there's a big difference between 600 million and Steve Cohen coming along and saying, "How's 800 sound?" I mean, he he has the amount of money to not just move the needle a little bit. It's like a different game he could play with everybody. And I
1: think he wants to play that game. You know what I'm actually interested to see? If some team can kind of throw this offer into wherever wherever he ends up going. You saw Messi just came over to the MLS, right? He got offered over a billion dollars to play in the Saudi League. And he turned that down to play in Miami because he got a deal – with the TV rights, with Adidas, and the ability to own a team, have partial ownership in a team in MLS after. So I'm curious if we're going to see Shohei Ohtani possibly be that next big star where someone's getting smart enough, where he's getting ownership and stake in team or branding or something, because this is going to be an insane contract wherever I
0: it goes. I've also I've thought a lot about this yeah and I, I don't think it happens with Shohei but at a certain point the sports world needs money's getting up so high yeah that like what's the next what's the next thing we do what I mean you could let's say the number for Shohei is 600 million yeah right like imagine it being Two hundred and fifty million with a certain percentage of the of the team. I don't think owners. Yeah. I don't think owners want to do that right now. And I think that opens up a whole new Pandora's box that will probably come about next uh, next CBA agreement, which yeah. is a fun topic that will have to be had. And but mm-hmm. that, thankfully, it's years down the road. Yep. But I think the sports world as a whole is heading in the direction of like, do do you just keep more and more and more money, or do you start offering things outside the box like merch, you know, a percentage of the merch sold, a percentage yeah. of the patch money, a percentage of the team?
1: Yeah, we've seen it in Hollywood, too. A lot of actors are not taking a bunch of money up front and they're getting a percentage of Residuals. the movie. Yeah.
0: Yep. So uh, it's
1: going to be interesting.
0: Yeah. So the Mets are number two because of Steve Cohen. And okay. you did mention it earlier. There is a Billy Epler connection. Oh, so there.
1: yeah, Billy Epler, who was the Angels GM, but was on the Yankees assistant GM staff, who was recruiting Otani, who then, when he got the Angels job, he got Otani to the Angels, is now the GM of the Mets. Yep. So that's another little secret factor.
0: Number mm-hmm. one. Yep. Number one on my list of top five destinations for Shohei Otani is the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's the perfect storm. Everything has been pointing to this happening. Shohei wants to win. Yeah. That's goal number one. Okay? Dodgers win. Dodgers win. He's also familiar with the California area. He doesn't have to sell. He could still spend time where he currently lives. He'd obviously have to move close to the stadium because you could live 10 miles from the stadium and it can still take you two hours to get there. Yep. <laughs> Last offseason, the Dodgers, who are known to do whatever they need to do and to get the big get of the offseason, did nothing.
1: Weren't even in the conversation.
0: Weren't even in the conversation for the four big shortstops, for a pitcher, nothing. They reset their payroll and got under the luxury tax in preparation for Shohei Otani. It just feels. It feels like it's going to happen. This is my number one pick of what I think is going to happen. Yeah. It would be quite the move. Mm-hmm. It would be quite the move to see mm-hmm. uh to see Shohei in Hollywood. If we're talking baseball and, and bright lights, if it's it's tough to beat the Bronx, New York, yeah. the New York Yankees. But on the West Coast, that's the Dodgers. It is. It's not the Angels. Nope. It's the Dodgers. And I think the I think the best thing, the best case scenario for what we see not the best case scenario i think the most likely scenario is shohei to the dodgers
1: i like it i love it i want some more of it
0: here's my top five yeah yankees good. mariners giants mets dodgers
1: and we are on otani watch for the we next are. two weeks we
0: are on otani watch alex before we move on to yeah? our next news segment that i mentioned the Astros are coming off of back to back home runs and now lead nine to seven. It was seven to three. I know. It is now nine to seven in the top of the ninth. The Astros have scored four runs in the top of the ninth. Kyle Tucker with the recent damage.
1: This S- is another reason. Trade Otani. <laughs> this is another reason that A, you need to trade him. B, he's not going to resign with the A. The
0: baseball world needs – I need Shohei in the playoffs. Everyone does. I need it. Uh, What do you know? Another – oh, no, that wasn't a hit. All right, on to the bottom of the ninth. We'll keep you posted.
1: But we have a fun new segment here that we're calling Mondays with Mom. Now, Ben always shares these funny texts that his mom sends in, and we laugh about him and talk about him. But we decided to share them with you at home. My mom. the audience
0: is forever texting me. <laughs> she listens to every episode, and I'll always get a text either day of or the next day commenting on something. or sometimes it's not even about the episode. Sometimes it's just she'll be watching baseball and shoot me a text. and they're always hysterical. And we'll talk about it. and i've I've just decided I should start reading these on the show mm-hmm. because they're always great. And my mom is the most positive person of all time. But a lot of these are like her ideas on how things could be better.
1: Yeah, she is like the kindest, most loving, <laughs> funny woman. Like so kind. Mama Verlander is the best.
0: So we're going to start with uh, the first one we're going to do. Kay. First Monday with mom. The most recent one I got from her. It was when we were in Seattle. I'm not okay. even sure. I I don't, this just came through randomly, which most of them do. I'm listening to your Friday podcast. Oh, wait, this is about the core. This is a different one. Um, Okay, here's the one I'm thinking of. It is about the San Diego Padres jerseys. San Diego's uniforms remind me of going to a beach store like Wings or maybe stopping at the South of the Border store in South Carolina and getting a cheap T-shirt there. (laughs) They are hideous. With a bunch of exclamations. So she's talking about their City Connect uniforms. And mom doesn't like them.
1: Mom, they're my favorite. <laughs> these are my favorite City Connects.
0: I will say, I think these are the most polarizing. I think people I either love them.
1: Love them. Or hate them. Ugh.
0: And mom says that hideous. No,
1: mom, oh, I'm bummed we're disagreeing because I love your mom. She's great. The but one, they're my favorite. The
0: one I first started mentioning, we're this is now a news segment. So going forward, yeah. I'll just get whatever, whatever she tells me throughout the week. But the one that I think is hysterical <laughs> that I started to read is it was about a week ago, a week yeah. and a half ago. Oh, we when were you sitting said right here in American told you, idol. I told you what a good singer I am.
1: And Beca- you said that you were in a choir.
0: Select choir. Okay. I said I was in select choir because of uh, how good my voice was, Uh-huh. and my mom followed up. I'm listening to your Friday podcast, Ben. You only joined the select course because you wanted to go to the amusement park <laughs> that year.
1: <laughs> and, that's
0: so on And we got to perform at the amusement park. That's that so on brand. The only reason I joined. Now I did say she also followed that up with, "I love you," but I'm not so sure about your singing expertise. <laughs> but she also this was the next
1: burn we, we actually
0: mentioned that in, a, in a, the next podcast i yeah. think and she followed that up with another text now to be fair i didn't have time to text the rest of my thoughts about your singing oh you would never sing in front of in front of us so i really don't know how good you are however i will vote for you no matter what always i love you Okay, now that got a little <laughs> mom. But I I never sung it. I can sing. Okay, so
1: we need to – okay, pick a song.
0: You Raise Me Up by Josh Groban. Okay. so It you, hits the highs. It hits the lows. Okay,
1: so we're going to get you – can we do this later on this week, Thursday or Friday? This week? Okay, well, how long do you need to, like, practice and warm up? My voice stays
0: ready. My okay, voice so is, when
1: when are we going to get a performance?
0: <sighs> we need to make Thursday? a deal. Thursday, that's what, what I'm need, saying. We need to make a deal.
1: Okay and we'll vote. We'll have the fans vote, the Flippin Bats community will vote if you would be able to make you know American we Idol. we should
0: we should have we should come up with a deal. Kay. Take our time. Okay. We'll say on the Thursday episode we'll come with our wager Kay. and yours from whatever if I lose I will sing and I'll figure out my side of it but we'll have a Well no
1: no you're singing regardless. That's the whole point. We got to hear your voice. What's the point then- of the deal? Because you said you would make American Idol, so we're going to then put that video out there, and we're going to ask the fans. We'll take a poll whether they think you have a good voice or not. I get
0: nervous. I don't want to sing, and it's a stage.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't want to sing. It's happening.
0: Shohei just hit a homer. Shohei hit a homer. 34 (laughs)
1: home runs of the year. What?
0: 411 feet, 105.4 miles an hour off the bat. The unicorn. To bring the angels within one, (laughs) it's ninety-eight. He is the team. Nine to eight in the bottom of the ninth. Unbelievable. I, Alex, you need to talk. I need a tweet. What? I need a tweet.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys. I don't know if you've experienced Ben while Shohei Otani is playing, or if. Shohei Otani Ode- Shohei does something while we're together, or like this happened in San Diego. Ben completely shuts off. So I don't know if you have a visual of him right now. He's here, but he's not like fully here. He's physically here, but mentally he goes to Otani land and, <laughs> and he's not here. Ben, how's a tweet going? you doing okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm mentioning that we're currently recording okay. Monday's episode yep. and that Shohei hit home run number 34. Expect this to be in your feed. By the time you hear this, you'll see it. Shohei Otani home run number 34. <laughs> and I'm currently recording the Monday flippin' bats in all caps. That sounds like me. Yes. Let's copy that. Let's find the video. I mean, it's, it's 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 how? It's unbelievable.
1: Because he's the best there is. He's the MVP.
0: All right, there's the Is right, it out? See, in you two could? seconds. This and is a process. Just like this that. Is it is out in the world posted
1: okay wow
0: and that's how it's done
1: it happens quick very it's quick,
0: quick. <sighs> uh so nine to eight bottom of the ninth runner on first one out taylor ward at the plate they could walk this off right they here. could walk this off things are getting spicy you okay yeah i'm okay you ready to get to power rankings yeah yeah let's do it okay oh man we
1: got a lot going on we there's a lot, lot, lot going on i'm on edge i know here it is the live tweet that it's just already went up out.
0: Show business, baby. <laughs> Shout out it's to producers. It's already the show. That is incredible. Look at that nice timing. Nice
1: job. Do you spell everything right?
0: You I, you yeah, this is I'm about nervous
1: about. It. I'm currently recording the Monday. The Monday. Oh, at Flip and Bass Pod. Got it. Cool. Good job. Looks great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Air high five. Yep. Okay. You ready for power rankings?
0: Yes. Power rankings.
1: You want to get up for oh, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. get
0: on stage? I need to situate this. So you, so you can, can see, see it? it from the stage, and now we can oh head up God. here. <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, this is all time. All right. It's just a good game. And it's the a tail great of the game.
0: all comes down to this.
1: I know. This is what we were talking about. Oh, this is good. See, if I had this in front of me while we were recording, I would be so distracted. I have a really hard time watching something and then <laughs> doing something else because I just get so mesmerized. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to power rankings. Hop. <laughs>
0: 10 Major League Baseball power rankings. And we have some movement. We do. Week. Last week w- wasn't a lot going on. And I know this. there hasn't been a ton in the second half. No. But enough to have some movement. So let's get to it.
1: Yeah. So number 10, down four spots, the Marlins.
0: Yeah, the Marlins have been scuffling, to say the least, out of the break. They're 53-42 and 42 still. Still. Good, yeah, and still in a playoff spot if the season yep. were to currently end, but just had to bump them down. I think they were a team that was surprising many, playing good baseball, how high should they be? So when they hit a bit of a rough patch, they, they're they going to get bumped down a good bit. This is a team that needs to prove a lot to, yeah. to, to be able to stay here, um, and a, a tough start to the second half. Game.
1: All right. Number nine was not ranked, the Brewers. Brewers
0: are not ranked and they now lead the NL Central. Mm -hmm. They are 52 and 42. They've gone on a win streak since the second half of the season has begun. Look, it wasn't that long ago. It was last week. We did teams that are outside of the playoffs that I think are most likely to get in, and the first on that list for me was the Brewers because I believe they will win the NL Central. I do believe they can top the Reds, and Mm -hmm. they are talented enough to win the division, and they have gone on a roll. They're 52 and 42 here for the first time in a long
1: time. First time, long time. First time, long time. Number eight, also not ranked previously, the Giants.
0: The Giants have also gone on a big win streak. The Giants are just so, like, under the radar. They're
1: sneaky right now. Like, you're not talking about it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, there they are. The Dodgers are
0: playing great. And the Giants are just a game and a half behind them in the NL West. The D-backs are now in third. The NL West is being slept on, people. Yeah, it is. We got three
1: great teams. And then there's the Padres. <laughs> uh, that we thought, you thought was going to win, win the, division. the division. And you admitted today for the first time, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, okay. I don't think.
1: It's okay to be wrong.
0: And then there's and then there's the Rockies, yeah. which, no. you know, they're not going to be on this top ten. No. But the Giants are. They're here at number eight. I get mm-hmm. sidetracked.
1: You Wait, do. That's okay. You're also quick. like watching a game right now Else is going on. Okay. Number seven up one spot, the Astros.
0: Yeah. The Astros uh, coming off of that big series against the Rangers right before the deadline and then post deadline. Look, they're currently playing right yeah. now, but I, I, this game being as close as it is down to the wire, wouldn't move the needle for me one way or another. Yeah. The Astros are starting to get healthier and healthier they're getting closer and closer to the top of that AL West where the Rangers have been all year long. Yeah. And uh yeah, the Astros are coming. And so is Jordan Alvarez and this team's going to be at close to full strength pretty soon.
1: All right. Number 7. Number 6, up four spots, the Blue Jays.
0: Blue Jays also playing really good baseball right now. Mm-hmm. 53 and 41, that AL East is just a hot mess right now. You yeah. have the Rays, who have been there all year long. Oh my God! What happened? Kyle Tucker just made an all-out diving catch to end the game. Nine-eight Astros wow. win. That would have scored. The Angels would have won that game. They would have. What a play! Yeah. Kyle Tucker. Let's go! Wow. All right. Astros win the series. Never yep. a doubt with our tail of the tape. We never doubted it. <laughs> we never. It
1: wasn't. A- moment there i
0: never doubted
1: it uh-huh uh, number sure. six
0: blue jays uh the blue jays are playing great this the the al east is just becoming a big ol' mumbo jumbo is that a phrase i don't even know sure rays orioles blue jays they're all right there okay blue jays are playing great
1: all right let's move into your top five Top
0: five time
1: down one spot the dodgers
0: the dodgers i only bumped down one because of that sunday loss to the Mets, um, and it's really, they've been playing well. Yeah. This isn't, I didn't bump them down because of one loss to the Mets. They won the series, they're playing really good, but the team that is ahead of them is playing really good baseball right now. But Dodgers in number five, 53 and 39.
1: At number four, up five spots, the Rangers.
0: Yeah, the Rangers got a pretty big bump up here. They're 55 and 39. The Rangers actually... What, what they got yeah. was a pretty big bump down. Okay. And now they're back up to where they were for the majority of the season. Um, they just went through they went through a tough stretch spell. Both yeah, work. stretch. Um, and I had to bump them down. But they go out and added Araldus Chapman, yep. who's out there that throwing 102, 102-point-something, 102 <laughs> the fastest pitch for the Rangers since Neftali Feliz. Like, he's been great for them. I really like what they've done. Yep. They have the best run differential in baseball. They're hitting like 300 with runners in scoring position. They added to their bullpen. I mm-hmm. still think they need to add a bullpen piece, but they're a full, they're... A complete a, team. Close to a complete team and yep. playing really well. I have them here as the number four team in baseball.
1: At number three, the lowest they've been ranked all season, down one spot, the Rays.
0: If the Rays aren't careful, they're gonna catch themselves sliding more and more and more. I know they are still 60 and 36, but that is because of the first few months of the season. Yeah. You want to talk about the last month? Average baseball team. Yep. They're not playing. They're not playing great, so they're continuing to slide down this uh, down this Ranking. power rankings week in and week out. The Braves finally took them out of that one spot, mm-hmm. and now they're getting jumped. So the the Rays are again. Though they have 60 wins, down to number three.
1: And the team that jumped them up one spot, the Orioles.
0: I mean, the win streak that the Orioles are on right now. They've, ah. they've won seven, eight games in a row. Birdland is rocking. The offense is rolling. The birdbath out there. I've said it all year. We gotta get them to the birdbath. I'm bird getting bath. a little concerned that I'm not gonna get there this year. <laughs> we gotta I gotta get sit him. in the birdbath.
1: We gotta get Ben to the birdbath. I gotta get in the birdbath. I know,
0: I know. That's what needs to happen.
1: It needs to happen.
0: I'm going to have a blast there. There's water going everywhere. I'm going to wear a white T-shirt. It's going to be like a white T-shirt contest with me
1: what? in the bird
0: bath. That's no. how much fun I'm going to have. Yeah. Then I'm going to take it off and I'm going to swirl gonna it around my head. It's going to be spring break
1: for you. It's going to yeah, be I'm my spring break. Bath. I never get a spring uh. break.
0: I didn't when I was playing in college. I didn't when I was playing professionally. I don't <laughs> now. My spring break is going to be going to sit in the bird bath and taking off my white T-shirt and swirling it in the air. The Orioles, they're number two. <laughs>
1: All right, number one, the best team in baseball. Best
0: team in baseball.
1: The Braves. The Braves.
0: The Braves are the best team in baseball. They're 61-31. and They lost for the first time in eight months Sunday. (laughs) The Braves never lose. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They're great. They never lose. They're the best team in baseball. They hit well. They pitch well. They defend well. And that's the key to success in baseball.
1: And they are number one.
0: The wise words that we've always heard. You throw the ball. You hit the ball. You catch the ball. That's how you play the game. That's what the Braves are doing better than everybody else right now. And they round out this week's top 10 Major League Baseball power rankings.
1: It's good. rounds
0: out our show, too. It does round out our show. That's it for Monday. Thank you all for listening to this Monday episode. We will be back tomorrow with two episodes. We got our first one that comes out, as always, overnight. I think it's 4 a.m. Eastern. So if you wake up at 4, guess what? You got a podcast to listen to. Then there's a bonus episode of This week in Shohei Otani news that comes out later in the day. But thank you all for listening to this Monday episode. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast: Apple, Spotify. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Threads, and YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Until tomorrow, my friends, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats.